What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 3 of the Small Business Podcast of Cape Cod, better known as the best podcast on Cape Cod. I am here today with my good friend Donna from Scenic Roots. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank Thanks you. for having me on. Thanks for coming on. Excuse me. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me in your store. Um, so, great area over in Sandwich, right off of 6A. Definitely should come by, check this out if you get the opportunity. Giving Donna a chance to tell her story, how you know she's been here for a while. Um, it's actually a pretty interesting story. So, without further ado, by all means, you know, tell the people who you are, how you started. I know it's a broad well, topic, okay, but I'll well. let you kind of <laughs> go with that you want it, right? So, we'll prompt you along the way. Well, let's see what kind of direction we can go in. So, it, this has been a family business for 33 years. My parents actually bought it. Um, my brother and I have taken it over about 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, um, long story short, my parents divorced. My dad took over the business. It was just the three of us running it. And um, when we knew my dad was going to pass away, he passed on the business to us um, so we could start running it and learning the business from all other aspects as opposed to just, you know, waiting on customers outside and right, doing right. the ordering and things like that. So he gave us a couple of years ahead of time to learn the business before he did pass on. So it's, it was great to have that time with him. Um, so yes. So now it's just my brother, Jeff and I running the business with some really fabulous staff over the years. Great. Um, so did you work here when you were a kid as well? I did. Okay. I, I did. Um, I started working here when I was probably in, fourth or fifth grade sweeping oh, wow. the floors bagging bird seed kind of you know weeding and things like that and when I was I was just say, telling someone earlier when when you're a kid and you're working here um, you're working weekends you're working you know vacations and um, odd days so all, all the grunt work that all, it yeah fun. it's like you don't get to go to your kids your friends birthday parties you're stuck here working um you don't go away on vacation because obviously you own a small business you don't have time to go away on vacation you may not have the money to go away on vacation so my brother and i were always working here um when i went away to college i never came back got it i didn't want anything to do with this place yeah um, by my junior year in college, way deep into another degree, yeah. I realized what was, what was that degree? it was psychology. I wanted to be okay. a guidance counselor. Right. I wanted to mold young minds of high school students as how the world really was. Definitely needed that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but by my junior year, I realized this was my passion. Like yeah. Plants were my passion and educating people was my passion in that area. Um, so... I graduated with a psych degree, mm -hmm. obviously, because North Adams didn't have anything to do with plants. Sure. Then I decided to move to New York City okay. after I graduated. All right. Because I was told once that if you never live in a city, you don't really experience. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, I lived in Boston for a bit, so I know I know definitely yep, is. But yep. New York is definitely the hub of... Uh, Agriculture and plants, I'm sure. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, no, I was doing fashion. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> so, totally different, yeah. but, but I was experiencing life, right? So, because I wasn't ready to come home. So, I spent a year in New York, and then my brother called and said, Can you please come home and help save the business? Yeah. It was um, early mid 90s when the economy tanked yeah. again. Yeah. Parents were in trouble with money. I said, All right, I'll come home, I'll help out. We'll have like a three to five year plan. 
and then we'll reassess and I'll maybe move on and go somewhere else. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and here get I am. Back, get things back on track. And <clears throat> yeah, it before um, you know it, now you're living here. It did. It took us a, a good five years mm -hmm. to get the money back that they had lost in the economy and straighten some things out. And okay. and then I was here. And I stayed. What was it? What was it that made you say? What is it that you found? You said it's now your passion, right? So what was it that you found that made that your passion? Do you know? Is it anything particular? Was yeah. it like a certain point in time? Yeah. I mean, my father and I fight like cats and dogs because I yeah. saw things differently than he did. I looked at it as a business sense, and um, but my passion here is more educating people mm -hmm. so they can be successful in what they do and the creativity of it. I am like so passionate about mixing things together and making containers and designing gardens for people and just the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, that, that's my passion. That's cool. That's my passion. Yeah, no, that's interesting to me because I told you earlier, I have zero experience in any sort of planting. My, my only experience with plants is cutting the lawn. Like my dad said, hey, go outside and cut the lawn. That was, <laughs> that was pretty much it, right? Um, but, you know, I've always been a sciencey guy, so the chemistry and how things work and things like that. So that's definitely interesting and it seems like with this business, not only do you get to help people like you wanted to with the psychology degree, yeah, but you get to do it in a way in which you're experienced and you, you already have the background from being here for such a while, right? Yes. So yes. That's perfect. Yeah. And while I was here, I did go and take as many workshops and um, courses from Four Cs and UMass Amherst has satellites. So I'm constantly taking as many certification and workshops as I can to just continue my education. I don't have a degree in it. It's yeah. all... Well, it's all, all growing too, yeah. right? And we were talking about earlier, you know, especially with Massachusetts legalizing marijuana, how your business is changing from that perspective. I don't know if you want to talk about that or you're still learning that part of the business and you kind of want to hold off on it. Yeah, no, sure. Um, as soon as it became legalized, uh, we were able to freely, I say freely because we were selling um, a lot of the products to help grow marijuana to people, but they were growing illegally. Now they are growing legally and we can advertise and speak to people and tell them that we have the products that they need. We can't sell plants, we can't sell seeds, but we can sell everything else from fertilizers to soil to pots, grow lights, that type of stuff. Um, and it's a, and again, it's about the education. We have a tab on our website that lets people know. I mean, it's a, what a stagnant page. What do you call it? A stale page? Yeah. Um, but it, information. And what is it? Scenicroots.com? Is that what it is? Uh, scenicrootsgardencenter.com. Okay. Um, but there is, it. we state the laws. We give a little background on each one of the marijuana plants from like sativas and indicas, that type of thing. And then we list all the products that we carry for them and let them know that we're here for them because we are educated in it and we do have a resident expert on staff that can help them and guide them through the process. Um, for us, it is, um, it's a step-by-step -step too. Like we're still trying to figure it out. Of course, I think everybody and is. We're trying to figure out how much, <coughs> how much education and knowledge our customers need too. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do have expert growers that may just come to us for one product, but then we have others that are just starting for the first time. Yeah. And they're curious. No, so great. we're all was, growing together. Yeah, everybody's everybody's growing. That's kind of it's it's a unique kind of slogan, right? We're all growing. I don't know if you have a slogan or not, but we're all growing is a good slogan. I think, yeah, it's for the business a, as well as people in general in life, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's awesome. So with that and with courses, you're saying things like that. I heard you earlier speaking um, with one of your coworkers that do you run courses like frequently. Is that something that happens often? 
it's for some different, different plantings. I'm just thinking in my head like a workshop, right? Do you have yep. different workshops that you do? We have a few workshops that we do. Um, our problem, we're looking to grow it next okay. year for 2020, um, but we don't have the space for it. Okay. Like you've seen our yard. Um, we're yeah, not even. It's big, but it definitely. But we're not even on, on an acre. Yeah. Where other yeah. garden centers are on five to eight acres. So we move so much product and rotate so much in the course of one season, never mind four. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have a conference room or a room where we can hold a workshop. Yeah. So um, our entryway right there, yeah. we move stuff out. So to hold a workshop. Got it. Um, and when we're in the busiest season, if we hold a workshop, it has to be outside under a tent. Yeah. Just in case um, of the rain. Exactly. Yeah. So we're still working on that aspect. But we do run, actually, um, a few workshops on container planting, um, seed starting, mm -hmm. um, some basics. And then we do, actually, a lot of workshops fall, winter, early spring with a lot of different craft projects. Okay. Uh, whether it be, like, a wreath decorating workshop at Christmas, um, things like that, so paint over. night kind of thing, just yeah. some interesting things. Um, but one of our goals for next year is to increase the workshops we do. And one of them is we want to do the marijuana in succession. So we'll do one with seed starting, one with transplanting. Um, like a level one, level two, level three type. Yeah, and follow them through their growing season. Got it. So, That'd be cool. Yeah. And then, I wonder if you gave like some sort of a certification system or process with that too. Maybe. I don't know if that's down the line. I don't know. I don't know what the, again, I know nothing about that industry. So what the ramifications are, what the next steps are to kind of grow. Yeah. I honestly don't think the state of Massachusetts knows it all yet either yeah. too. The rules are changing. Every day, um, yeah. Like yeah. So awesome. we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah. So, I mean, you, from a space perspective, are you looking currently to grow? Is there a way for your business to get bigger aside from finding a new satellite area or can your space well, sure. expand? Uh, what, do you have any thoughts on that? Money, it's, no option. I would love well, to, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. to blow some walls out of here right, exactly. um, and just maybe have just an out, another outbuilding yep. where we can have uh, workshops. A specific space. Yeah. But you're not looking out. No, we're not. Um, I mean, it's but, a good location. It's a great location. Sometimes it's hard. Mm -hmm. um, people think 6A is, is a highly traveled street, which it is, mm -hmm. but it is more for tourism where people come over the Cape, they travel 6A because it's scenic, yep. but they keep going. They just drive through. They keep moving down Cape. They hit, you know, Wellfleet, Provincetown. So yep. they take 6A. They don't necessarily stop all the time. Yeah. And then we hear, we have heard this for 33 years, and we still <laughs> hear it. And people, you are going to be so shocked when I tell you this, but maybe you're one of them, where people who live up on Forestdale off of 130 or Ketuit Road have never been here. Really? I didn't even know you were there. Wow. If you think about it. Well, I know why. I know exactly why. There's I no reason of... to come down here. Not, and not only that. You so for you were people that are around here. Once you pass the Sandwich High School, and you take a right at the very end of Quaker Meeting House Road. It's the first thing you see on your left hand side. Yes, and you can miss it. I've missed it a few times where I actually almost missed it coming in here today. <laughs> so because there's a big block of trees out there. Yes, and then you take a left. Yep. So if you're not paying attention, you're not looking for it. You can pass it. So. Definitely make sure if you're down on 6A, it's almost one of, I think, the first businesses that starts 
you know, aside from downtown mm -hmm. sandwich, once you're out of downtown sandwich, it's kind of one of the first businesses you see starting into East sandwich and further down the Cape. So I yeah. can definitely see why. Um, yeah, we have two, we have two problems. Um, we obviously are in a historic zone, so our signage is limited yep. and we're not allowed to cut down any trees, that type of thing. Um, trees over a certain diameter, you're not sure. allowed to cut down without, but that besides that, um, again, if you live up on in Forestdale and up over 130 Mashpee area, that type of thing, um, we have the highway that divides us too. Mm -hmm. You have a supermarket up there. You have a post office up there. So if you don't need to say, go down 6A to Titcomb's bookshop or, you know, travel down 6A, 6A or down that way. Yeah. You're not coming to us this way to go to the post office or a supermarket. We don't really have that down here. You have all that up there. Right. And if you're going to Boston or Providence or P-Town, you're jumping on the highway. Oh, easy. So because yeah, we're already right there. It's exit two, exit three. Right. We don't need to go further. Past so we it. have those barriers, and that's why a lot of people say, "Oh, we, you know, we, we didn't even know you were there. We don't have a reason to <laughs> go down a, there." I was like, "Oh my I god!" I can definitely see it. That's <laughs> definitely interesting. So, well, I mean, I guess that leads into the next question: is if you had like your ideal new customer, right, or new person coming in from the town, yeah, would it be someone from Sandwich specifically, just because? The way, I don't know, is the soil different from here to like Onset or, you know, Barnstable or is it relatively, you can grow pretty much the same stuff all over the Cape? Well, you can. Um, I'm just assuming what you have here might be best suited for people in Sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Well, our customer base, um, I would love to say, like the Cape itself is different from off Cape. I mean, you, you can go two feet and have sand and go another two feet and have clay yeah. go another two feet and have rocks so the cape is surprise, surprise. is a pain sometimes when it comes to gardening <clears throat> um but the customers for us i mean we draw from the surrounding towns mm -hmm. but it's very important to have a, a core sandwich base sure. i mean these are the people that drive us the people that live here um we want them four seasons right. we we are open four seasons we want them four seasons from spring summer fall right through christmas yeah um and even in the winter when we sell ice melt and stuff like that but um we need them here we need younger families to move in and establish themselves here and stay here and make a life here instead of um you know, the rumors that you hear and then the statistics that you see is the younger families are moving out. Yeah. They're moving off Cape because there's not enough here on the Cape for them. Um, and unfortunately, you know, you see that with Sandwich closing one of the schools yeah. is there's not enough population here to support a second, uh, a third elementary well, school. Well, that's, I mean, what we have, I mean, when I was growing up, we had the Wing School, Forestdale and Oak Ridge. And I believe now... Forestdale got cut down, didn't it, or something to that? Effect? Yeah, they're starting to it's combine like classes again. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't necessarily think Sandwich ever needed three schools to begin with, but definitely two. Just I know, you have three on, elementary schools and then one, and high, then school. one high school. So, right. so where is everybody where going here, too? <laughs> it was a little interesting to me, you know, and it was always fun as a kid to have those rivalries, you know, Forestdale versus Oak Ridge yeah. and you know, Forestdale versus Wing and all that jazz. So. Definitely Forestdale for you people. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So anyway, um, well, that's good. So you definitely want people from Sandwich. Obviously, you take everybody yeah. because you love everybody. Um, as a, That's what I'm getting from it here. But just to know that if you're young, people want you here. We want you here. We I want do. you here. Donna wants you here. Everybody, every small business I've talked to so far, and you'll see as we see more podcasts, 
we want this area to grow. And that's kind of the most important thing. That's kind it's, of what I've been looking It is the most important. Um, because without it, I mean, sure, the Cape is technically, like you said, a tourist area. But it doesn't have to be. It can be both, I think. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you can have both tourists and seasonal year-round people. Excuse me, not seasonal, year-round people that are enjoying their lives and growing yeah. and making this place great. Yeah. It needs to be both. It needs to be both. I, I, I don't understand the mindset of some people is like that the Cape is only a tourist trap. Um, there are so many other businesses and all the businesses really need to rely on um, the people that do live here year round, the people who do have second homes. But yeah, I mean, tourism, it is huge, but there are all these businesses that stay open year round. Yeah. Almost tourists, tourism should kind of be a bonus, right? Absolutely. I think, the, that's, I think a that's a good great thing. Great way to put it. I think, great. The Cape can stand alone by itself. It has stood alone by itself. And we need to. And it needs to, because, you know, we're looking at places that are growing. Like I would drive through, you know, I drive up route three all the time and see Plymouth is booming. Yeah. You know, Hingham is booming. Things are growing and we don't want to get outpaced. Yes. I don't think. Yeah. So, Keep up with the times, but also take the fact that we're going to get an influx of extra yes. during the summer. Yeah. It'll be huge. Um, awesome. That I was think, a good point. I, think I like that. I mean, I am. I try. Yeah, I like it. So, <laughs> all right. So we'll keep moving on. So a couple of things more personal from the side. What's your favorite part of the business? Um, I know you said you like to teach, so maybe elaborate a little bit more on that. And then we'll obviously, unfortunately, get into the other side, which is what's your least favorite part of the business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my favorite part is, is educating and knowing that, and knowing that they can be successful when they come back to me with their pictures of their gardens and they're so proud of themselves. Yeah. I mean, that's the part that I love. I love creating for people. Uh, I love the seasons. Like I am in a job that I'm not sitting at a desk every day of the week, all year round. I'm outside. I, I think that's the best part. I'm mm -hmm. outside four seasons. Um, but every day is something different. Yeah. Like I'm unloading a truck. I'm pricing. I'm weeding. I'm watering. I'm obviously helping customers. Um, I'm visiting other businesses and doing um, projects for them. Um, but I'm not doing the same paperwork every day. Right. And and every season comes different flowers and different types of landscapes. And, and that's what I love about it. That's and what excites me. You just pointed on to something and maybe I missed this. So you don't just work with residential. You do, you do more, you do commercial stuff as well, like businesses and. Okay. Yeah. So this is huge. Part. I might have missed this. So no, I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I just no. picked it up when you said I'm doing projects with businesses. I'm yeah. Like, oh, hey. No, I, I didn't mention this to you, but um, one of the things that I'm trying to grow is uh, I do business to business plantings. Okay. So for me, um, first impression is not when a customer walks in your door. It's the outside of your business. Of course. If you see a dilapidated building where there's weeds growing in their parking lot, there's chips, paint, you know, on their windowsills, why, like why would I want to go in there? Yeah. Um, so what I offer for businesses is a, a planting program where I go and do window, seasonal window boxes and containers and urns for you um, and switch them out seasonally. So at least the outside looks, looks pretty. Presentable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys still have to work on the inside of the business. You can only do the outside. <laughs> but that's a good start. That's good information. That's I'll get to them have. to want to come into your inside. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only have I only have about eight to ten businesses right now. But you gotta start somewhere. Well, we do. I did um we used to do it for just a couple of my friends in the chamber. Mm -hmm. 
they asked me to do it. And I'm like, oh, I really see something here. So I have a couple businesses in Plymouth yeah. that I do. Um, and I do a few here in town. Um, but this season I sent out letters to all the businesses and I picked up like two or three, but mm -hmm. it's just something that I need to, I need to treat it as another part of our business. Yeah. Like when a garden center has a landscape division, I had to start treating it like that. We almost need to say like you need a second salesperson or something to go off. Yeah. But it. unfortunately it's me, but yes, but yes, no, I, I have to well, put it's the same thing with the podcast for me. Like, yeah. Literally that's me copy and pasting that same letter that I sent to you. Yeah. To every single business. I'm literally on yeah. Google Maps. I'm like, Google Maps. Let bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Bang. You know, and some yeah. people get back and some don't. But that's the nature but of But you have business, to, so. yep, you have to take yourself away from something you're doing here to be able to grow exactly. that part. Exactly. And I see it. I see it growing. It's going to be huge. It has to be. Well, because, so, you know. And it's my, that's my passion. Well, back to the other point, too, of scenic, right? Yeah. Well, now you're giving a business something really to see. So people will really be like, ooh. You know, because I can't tell you yeah. how many times I've gone past Tickham's book and I've been like, mm. uh, like, the deli. Have you noticed yeah. the deli? That's that's my stuff. <laughs> now is that with the new owner or with? Uh, um, yes. I went to school with Chad. That's with the new owner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his dad would have never done something like yeah. that. I just, I just know his dad. He's just like, he's a good guy. But well, um, Dan, we, Dan, uh, we. Uh, big customers yeah. of them no matter what. And Dan actually worked with us with our credit card processing. Dan. Deli Dan. Dan Smith. Hmm. The owner of the deli. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I always, I just call him Mr. Smith. I never. Oh God, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Like, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Chad. And like, yeah. um, no, so he's, he's a good guy. Right? Yeah. You know. But when the, but so Dan had, um, sorry, Mr. Smith had turned, no, no, Dan's fine. I remember had turned the new owners on to me and yeah. told them what we did. And, you know, they, you know, um, so he took my card and he said, Oh, can we, you know, I really want to dress up this place. Will you do it for us too? And nice. I said, boom. So that's how I, you have to stop by that on the way back. Yeah. I, I just remember recently, remember that car that drove through the uh, wine shop? There? Yes. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. Bye. So, so yeah. So. That's right. a good part to grow. So we'll cycle back to So worst part of the business for you, or the least least exciting parts. I don't know if it's maybe you got to get up at like three in the morning or, you know, like no. maybe it's shipments that you got to lug the stuff around. I mean, it seems pretty heavy. Soil can be pretty heavy. I don't know. It's no. Um, I love the physicality of this business, okay. right? So I actually have to work out to stay in shape too. Yeah. It's like sometimes we joke is like, oh, I don't need to work out because I work here. But there's times when you don't work out, and then you can't even lift a tree off of a off the truck. So, oh, yeah. um, the least part, obviously, is the paperwork. Okay. You know the the finances, invoices, is, and follow up and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, and then you know getting your taxes all set and um, payroll and all that stuff. I love the marketing part of it. Yeah. As far as paperwork, um, creating um, newsletters and Facebook and um, Pinterest ads all the time and things yeah. like that. I love that part of it. Does that work? But the number crunch? crunching, I don't care for. No. No. That sounds kind of boring. No. Well, I didn't go to school for it either. Yeah, so that's kind of where I have my brother. Like yeah. he takes over the more of the paperwork. He's more the accountant type yeah. business finance person. You're kind of the daily yeah. operations person. But he doesn't like doing it either. So we're kind of stuck. <laughs> there you go. Well, if anybody's interested, they might be, they might be looking. So reach out to him. Who knows? 
Um, awesome. So I always like to round it out with more personal pieces about you, you know, who you are so that people can understand the business a little bit more. So, you know, family, you know, your favorite place on the Cape, anything like that. Let's, you want me to just random fire questions off to you? Yeah, or, go ahead. Go so ahead. family, I know you said you don't live on the Cape. I think. Yeah. Uh, we, we live in Carver. Okay. Um, my husband and I, and I have a four-year-old girl, oh, cool. Jordan. Yeah. Um, nice. decided at the age of 40 to have a family. There you go. Yeah. It's a good time to start. Yeah. It's good. I, I, just, start, I just started at 31 <laughs> and I'm losing my head with two. So I can only imagine. Yeah. Well, twins is a little different. Yeah. That's okay though. 40 running a business. I don't know. Yeah. I but I feel a little more, <laughs> I, feel, I feel a little more settled. Sure. Like I have more patience. I have more, um, I don't, can't say I have more time. Because I'm still working in the business 40, 50, 60 hours a week, depending on the season. But so you have we, a better handle on your time. I do. And we have a really good support system. Awesome. Um, and obviously, we have customers here that, that want to see her. So if I ever have to bring her in, yeah. it's a joy. She's a great marketing tool. She is a really good marketing <laughs> that's tool. Like, that's why I, I cannot <laughs> wait for my kids to get older because I can take pictures, put them up on the website. And I, I could slap, Jordan is here on the A-frame. <laughs> And have people come in. Like a neon sign out front. Like, Jordan here, in or out, vacant or not. Yes. That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, man. So, what about um, what about your favorite places on the Cape? Do you have any favorite beaches, any favorite restaurants, any favorite... I don't want to single people out, but there definitely are some. Um, beach, I would say, I would joke and say, who has time for the beach? Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, I never get a chance to enjoy the beaches here on the Cape. When I was a kid, we actually would take a week off of the summer and rent a house out in West Dennis. So yeah. West Dennis Beach is sentimental to me because we could just walk 100 yards and oh, be yeah. on the beach all day as kids. Yeah. Um, we did that right through high school. So that's a big memory of mine. Um, but I don't have a chance yeah. To get here and do the beach, and I, I used it completely. I used to kayak like crazy, but that was before I had a kid. Um, we used to golf here all the time on the Cape, and again, that was before I had a kid too. Are so you, you kind of, uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. I'd like to get back to it at some point. There's yeah. a lot of great courses out here. I know that for sure. Wonderful courses. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible golfer. Yeah. I, you're not finding any other <laughs> golf course. Um, bef technically, before we owned it, my brother and I would take um, half a day on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm from here and go golf nine nice. holes 18 holes whenever it got dark and then we real would go. golf not mini golf real golf right. i love mini golf mini golf there's oh like a hundred mini golf you ask me what my favorite place is on the cape and i would say any mini golf course yeah. i am a fiend that's i love funny. it all right well they, that's perfect that's exactly <laughs> what i'm looking for cape cod is so ripe for mini golf there i love are, it there are at least <laughs> uh, um, any any road you go down there's oh. probably what four to six yep. mini golf places mini golf and ice cream yep that's basically the perfect day, right? <laughs> yes, perfect night. it is for me. Awesome. Um, do you have anything that you kind of, aside from giving back to the community, do you? It's all community. Yeah, it's all community. It's all community. It's all based on the community. It's all town. They pick up trash in the town. We do the same. We do the same thing. We plant uh, at the um, Hoxie House. Uh, you know, the Chamber Sandwich Fest, mm -hmm. holidays. I'm like um, chairman of all those things. Um, so you get you get you get your name out and you left. I do. I do. That's good. I do. Awesome. So yeah. So no, anything other than that. I mean, we donate to all these different causes, obviously as a business. But, right. But nothing besides the chamber and the town events. No. Awesome. So where do you guys see yourself probably five, ten years from now? Five to ten years from now. 
scenic routes is I would, all over all over Cape Cod? Or I would just... like to say that. I would love to see my my planters and my designs in um, at least triple the amount of businesses that we're in now. Great. I really want to see that. Um, I see a big facelift for this place. Um, obviously, for 33 years, we've been almost looking at the same colors and the same style. Um, and it, I, I, that is where I, I'd like to see some changes. Mm -hmm. That's where I see us. It's kind of like um, a renovation, essentially. A renovation, an up, a facelift. Update. Update. Uh, definitely update. I want to get into, never mind the 20th century, but the 21st century. Let's get us in the 20th century and then maybe bring us up a little further. Well, it seems like you're very active. You're very involved. You're very on top of it. You know, you got back to me very quickly, especially with this podcast. You see the value in current day happenings, right? I am. You know, I am. Newspaper. Sorry, newspaper people. It's going. It's gone. You know, TV starting to go. It's, it's changing and you see it and it seems like you're poised to do well so we do we want to continue to carry with the technology um but i also feel um in order to get the younger generations in here too we need to look a little more modern and streamlined too i was actually just gonna that was actually my next question is what what would be that but that takes money well it takes money <laughs> but i'm thinking to myself like make an app that tells the kids because all, all kids nowadays are all with their phones and their apps like we have an app you do we have an what app what does it do I haven't um, seen it yet, sorry. We have a Scenic Roots app. Um, so you download the app, you get $5 off immediately of your purchase. But okay. it is like a check-in thing. Yeah. So every time you come here, you can check in and get more money off your purchases. Kind of like a membership card. It go. is. But then okay. there's also um, a page where there's an automatic link to me where if you have a question, if you're in your yard and you have a bug and you want to take a picture of it and send it to me, so there's interaction cool. there. So it's That's troubleshooting really cool. and anybody who, you know, has a question off hours, things like that. Um, and then it links to our website and then it also links to a plant identification page. Um, so there's a library there too. So there's five pages wow. on our app that can be used. That's really cool. So we do have, I'll have that. To check that out myself. We do so have it. Is it Google, Android, everything? <laughs> yes. Awesome. So yes. Yeah, definitely check out that. It was Scenic Roots app. Scenic Roots. Yeah. Cool. Check it out. Awesome. So, guys, again, Scenic Roots on 6A. Um, Donna, thank you very much for giving me some time to thank tell you. me your story. And if there's anything else you want to add, the floor is yours. Otherwise, we'll wrap it up. And no, we just we, we'd love to see you. Come in, check us out if you haven't been here. And obviously, if you had, um, you, you know what we do. You know yeah. who we are. I mean, you've probably brought your pictures of your grandkids or your, you know, your puppies into us. And, and, and that's who we are. We're just a family business. Awesome. And last time, address... 349 Route 6A in East Sandwich. Perfect, guys. So definitely step on by, check it out, say hi to Donna, let her know that you heard her on the podcast, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much. See you later. All right, everyone. So there you have it. Episode number two in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Donna is such a great individual. If you have the opportunity to stop into the store, definitely do. It's a fun experience. Whether you're into gardening or you want lawn care or you have just general questions or even if you don't, it's just a fun experience to go in there, see what they do, learn a little bit more about the outdoors and things of that nature. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, exactly. It's a great place. It's just a great experience to go in there and learn and just explore your horizons, right? That's what's great about the Cape is you want to go out, you want to explore what's out there 
and this is what it's all about. All right, so now it's time for my shameless plug. If you guys got some value out of this podcast or any of the podcasts before, if you believe in this movement like I do and you want to help grow it, please like, leave some comments, share this, subscribe to it. Let me know that you guys are enjoying this. The more feedback I get from you, the better these podcasts can be, okay? If you want to be a guest on this podcast, please let me know. The email for the podcast is the sbpocc at gmail.com. Again, the sbpocc at gmail.com. And again, I really hope you guys are enjoying this. I'm having a blast with it, meeting all these small new businesses on the Cape. And uh, I hope you guys are getting some value out of it too. All right. So have a great day. I apologize for the hiccup on getting this out. I had a little bit of an issue editing it and trying to make sure everything fit. And it's a learning process for me. So I appreciate your understanding. And hopefully the next one will be out even better. I think I've got this system down. So the next one should come out even faster than before. And we'll have some fun as we go, right? So thank you again. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.